0: Abnormal art and monstrous creations brought to life. Frankenfest, a new festival showcasing mad, magical, and mystical artwork, exhibits, and attractions, authors, haunt aficionados, and paranormal experts. Frankenfest arrives in Detroit at Historic Fort Wayne on September 18th. For more details, visit frankenfest.com. Hi Hi, guys.
1: Hi,
0: how are you? Oh, I'm so good. It's good good to be with you again. Yes, and
1: to get a break on a
0: Saturday. I love Saturdays. Me too. We get to
1: just chill and hang out. I know it's like I appreciate that. Filling our cup. (laughs) It is. Because this has been a rough like month. (laughs) You're here, here, sis. You're here. Alright. So we are back to record episode. Eight, eight, number eight. Oh my god, of sinister, strange, and suspicious. I'm Elon,
0: and I'm Casey. <laughs>
1: Today we are going to talk about well, weird burial shit. Yeah, burial surprises. Yeah, let's do that. All right, I, I like it. It works
0: for me. I like it.
1: <laughs> so, like, I'm working through my fear of death. And uncertainty about what's next and all that.
0: I think that that is very normal. Mm -hmm. Especially now that we are getting to an age that is seen as not as young as before. Yeah,
1: we are not teenagers anymore. And also we're like getting Mm -hmm. to this age where a lot of our friends' parents are passing away. Yeah. Like a lot of them. And it's kind of got me in this... I don't know,
0: a space. It's and, a funk. It is. It's like that quarter-life crisis type thing. Yes! But a little bit a late.
1: A little, little late, but... Because
0: <laughs> we're, not, we're not ready for half. No, we're we're not Like here. midlife crisis. No.
1: Um, so yeah, the, today we're going to talk about burial stuff and things that one may not expect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh,
0: boy. Well. What do you got for me? Well,
1: today... We are going to talk about things that you would not expect to find in a coffin. Oh my God, I love it. Like babies or mm. fetuses Fetus in particular. Um, so trigger warning for this one, um, deaths of children and
0: women. Yeah, if you are disturbed by those things, maybe this is not the episode for yeah,
1: you. Yeah, and also pregnancy loss. This may be a rough one for some of you guys too. Um, All right, so we're going to head into it. So birth is literally my job. I have been a doula for like, good God, if Isabel's about to be 10, like six years now. Um I am fascinated by it, and I think it's the most beautiful and magical thing ever. It is. Like, our bodies literally grow people and entire organs to support them. It is
0: just incredible to me. And you can create the most perfect way to feed them your body. Oh like
1: just in just from junk. Like our bodies are incredible.
0: bodies are amazing. Um and the more
1: birth work I do, the more I start to think of our bodies as more of like a gateway. Okay. And I get kind of like weirdy mystical here. Um we are quite literally a portal between this life and whatever else there is. Okay. Um and then through the years I've kind of I have done a lot of research on midwifery and birth through human history and how things are, have changed and how things have been handled. I've written a ton of papers about it. This is my field. Um, and in that, I've come across a lot of darker things. Well, yeah. Yeah. One of the subjects that sticks with me most is the extremely rare coffin birth, also known as postmortem fetal extrusion. Side note, when we put together our metal band, that is its name.
0: Oh, fuck yeah, it is. Mm-hmm.
1: Because that is just the most badass metal band ever. Hell yeah. Ever. Um, so the circumstances that lead up to coffin birth are kind of obvious, but it's not something you ever really hear about. Right. So in the event that a woman dies, her gut bacteria will continue to work through the process of putrefaction. Delicious. I know, right? <laughs> uh, resulting in a buildup of gas and fluid in the abdomen. Mm. Um, eventually, that pressure will build up so high that the body will force out everything. <laughs>
0: everything.
1: Sometimes, even turning the uterus inside out. Wow, that's fun. That is incredible. Um, there have been cases. Could inside-out oh, uterus be our first single? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Put <When> that in <laughs> notes right now. <laughs> um, there have been cases when a woman's entire reproductive system has been expelled it's basically a prolapse on steroids yeah so if a woman is pregnant the fetus is going to be forced out along with everything else
0: and for you people who don't know what a prolapse is it's when your shit's falling out
1: <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> your body's just like nah I can't hold it No, nope, it just kind of drops out and mm-hmm. that can happen to basically any, happen to anyone yeah anybody It's gonna. Ha- it can happen to an opening you can have an anal prolapse or a vaginal yeah. prolapse yeah um, and also uterine prolapse. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, And bladder. Your
0: bladder can fall yes. out. that That you know, scares so the side crap note. out of me. Side note. So, do, you, do your cables. Uh, <laughs> side note. This is an important message brought to you by Casey's former healthcare career. Oh, yes. So, I worked in healthcare for a very long time. And in healthcare, sometimes you need to do things that are less than glamorous. Oh, definitely. And one time... At work at a, like, assisted living type facility. Mm -hmm. I was assisting an elderly woman by changing her brief. Right. And her uterus had prolapsed. And she was of an age and health status that they would not do surgical repair for her. Yeah. So the lady who was my supervisor was like, oh, yeah, just put your glove on and shove it back in. (laughs) So... I got to shove an elderly woman's uterus back into her body. Oh, that poor woman! I know, oh. I know. And I didn't even like buy her dinner first. <laughs> so
1: wait, I I think about this kind of stuff a lot, right? Because we hear about like, oh, your health is so important they don't really talk about why it's important and what can happen if you neglect your pelvic floor yeah so ladies ladies, do your kegels please for the
0: sake of all that's holy do your kegels do it because i don't want to put your uterus back in for you
1: no thank you no thank you (laughs) (laughs) oh man okay i'm done
0: all right (laughs) so you're welcome for that um, oh yeah i know i'm so <laughs> grateful <laughs>
1: so if a woman happens to be pregnant that fetus will be forced out along with everything else right yeah well that is much more likely to happen with multiparous moms which are moms that have had more than one pregnancy okay yeah because your shit's weaker yeah your cervix is much more flexible so it can, it is more likely to allow the fetus to be expelled.
0: You know what though, my cervix is like a cervix of steel oh and would God. never let my kids out. So I think I'm good. I'm not going to have a coffin birth. Part. Yeah, I most
1: likely will because my cervix never closed all the way. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, so from the outside, fetal extrusion would look similar to standard
0: childbirth, right? I wonder if it like shoots out though. Like, does it get some speed? I'm there's more about that oh i'm excited oh so the (laughs) difference
1: being that when a normal birth takes place there's a series of natural steps that occur that lead up to it so shortening of the cervix dilation etc with a coffin birth is basically the equivalent of dropping a couple mentos in a bottle of coke. oh hell yeah yeah it's just a chemical reaction it results in gas and basically an explosion right baby all right
0: (laughs) (laughs) thank god that's not how it's done normally (laughs)
1: When I was a kid, that's how I thought it happened, though. I was, oh, like, was, positive that's how it happened.
0: That is traumatizing.
1: Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, I just, that's what I thought happened. Oh, um and births are now super rare due to standard embalming practices. But between the 1600s and 1800s, they were pretty common. During the research for this episode, I found a great medical journal called Transactions of the <laughs> Obstetrical <laughs> Society of London. <laughs> The volume I found focused on instances of coffin birth, which was volume 14. You can find it on Google Books in its entirety. It's cool. amazing if you're so inclined. Cool. It is pretty intense. The best one I came across happened during the Spanish Inquisition. I, you know, I don't want to say best, but like <laughs> this one like, was like, holy crap. Like, bad. tell me, I want to know. Okay. A woman was hanged during the Spanish Inquisition, she was a heretic oh man and her body was left up (laughs) in the (laughs) afternoon eat and um basically four hours after her death they found out that she was pregnant due to the fact that two children allegedly still alive were dangling from her body yeah (laughs) I don't even know what to say that one I I got, I had to reread it like three times before I was like, oh my God.
0: If you all could have seen my face (laughs) just now, my mouth was literally hanging open and I found it hard to form words for a second because I'm just imagining this woman hanging from a tree with two little babies dangling out of her hoo-ha. That blew my
1: mind. And the whole like allegedly still alive. I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. After four hours, I. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that. if it. I guess if it happened. Fairly okay. So, quickly. but I have
0: a question about that because okay. so when you give birth, mm-hmm. you know the placenta comes out pretty yep. fast after you give birth usually. Yeah. So how would they be hanging there for four hours? Thank you. I'm.
1: I'm wondering if it was like a. um since they were both expelled at the same time, they got like, like, stuck got in stuffed. a tube. Yeah, like so maybe that's why they were dangling so, still. Yuck. Like the placenta
0: was stuck. Yuck. Okay, so bodies and birth are super cool, but mm-hmm. also gross. Also disgusting. Yeah, okay. I love it, though. <laughs> me too, me too.
1: <laughs> so in that same journal, Dr. Bartholin, who was the person that collected all these stories, yeah, um, he references the case of a woman who gi- died in childbirth. Three midwives had done everything they could for her. She was washed and laid out in her burial dress. um, And just, they were prepared to lay her to rest. Less than 48 hours after her death, her abdomen had swelled up so much that her dress was split open and fluid was leaking out. Delightful. When the woman's body was inspected, they found a perfectly formed baby boy between her legs. Sadly, he had passed away with his mom. Aww. Yeah. And like I said, in this day and age, it's... Pretty unlikely that coffin birth would happen, um, but they do happen on occasion. Um, for instance, if someone's body isn't found for a while, right? Most notably, in the sad case of Lacey Peterson, which we all should remember, yeah. since that was pretty recent. Um, she was murdered by her husband in December of 2002, seven and a half months pregnant at the time of death, and she planned to name her baby Connor,
0: mm.
1: so she was far enough along. Yeah, she was like. Ready. Yeah. He would have been just fine had he come at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, The search for her was a massive undertaking and lasted about four months. The following April, after she was reported missing by her husband, of course, a couple was walking their dog and found the decomposed but still preserved body of a late-term fetus in a park area near the shore of the San Francisco Bay.
0: I hope I never find anything that gruesome in real life. This is why I don't
1: go on drugs. Because you're going to find a body or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I watch too much SBU. Um, <laughs> a day later, Lacey's body was found about a mile away from where they found Connor. Their identities had to be confirmed with the DNA test, though, because Lacey's body was so badly decomposed. Ugh. So according to Dr. Brian Peterson, who was of no relation, just really common last name, Connor's skin was not decomposed and Lacey's wound was still intact. Her upper torso had been emptied of all her internal organs except her uterus, which explained why Connor was so well preserved. Well, basically, it kept him safe, it kept him protected. Isn't that crazy? Like, even after death,
0: she was protecting him.
1: Oh, I love that. Dr. Peterson then determined that Connor had been expelled from Lacey's body because her cervix was not dilated, he was hmm. just forced out, basically. Although he could not determine the exact cause of death for either Lacey or Connor, he stated it was her death that caused Connor's death while he was still in utero.
0: I mean, obviously.
1: Right. But, I mean, he had to go on record to say it. Right. So, yeah. Coffin birth is crazy.
0: It is crazy. (laughs) So, now, um, I have a little story for you. Yay! That's a different kind of crazy. Okay. So, I'm going to tell you guys about a dumbass. (laughs) His name was Joseph Burris. Okay, and he was buried alive oh, in fine. front of a live audience. Oh, that's fine. So, Amazing Joe Burris was, which is what he called himself, of course, was a thirty-two-year-old recovering drug addict who moonlighted as a magician. Some may argue that he was not the best at it. <laughs> On October thirty-first of nineteen ninety. He tragically died while attempting to perform a Buried Alive stunt in front of tons of trick-or-treaters and their parents Uh, at a local theme park.
1: Oh, those poor kids. Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, God. Yeah, it's bad. So this dude considered himself to be a master of illusion and escape artistry. (laughs) After... Successfully completing a buried alive stunt in Oregon, he decided he wanted to up the ante. So he threw together this Halloween gig where he would not only be buried under dirt, but a fuck ton of wet cement. Oh, that totally
1: was going to end well.
0: So imagine this is going to be his big night mm-hmm. career making. Right. He shows up wearing a ridiculous white tuxedo (laughs) with his like his glorious 1990 mustache. Oh, awesome. Oh, he was hot. (laughs) Um So he shows up. He's chained and handcuffed and then he slides into his coffin. Oh my God. Once he gets settled inside, he gives them the signal Mm -hmm. and the crowd of approximately a hundred people. Oh my God. Which included his own children. Oh no. Watched and waited on pins and needles while the dirt like and cement are like poured on top of him i guess oh, i don't know yikes. so it takes about 10 minutes for the 7 tons of dirt and cement to be completely unloaded and almost instantly the level of the grave dropped 2 feet as the coffin collapsed with the magician trapped inside oh my god it would end up taking the crew 30 minutes of non-stop frantic digging to reach him. But unfortunately, they were too late. Ugh, his cause of death was determined to be asphyxia, but they are not sure if it was a result of him choking or if it was more of his chest being crushed, like, under the weight of everything. Oh, my God. Little from A, little from B. <laughs> mm. So that's like the basic gist of the story yeah so now i kind of wanted to explain to you why this bothers me okay and why he's a dumbass because Mm. you're probably thinking wow casey it's really mean to call someone who is doing what he loves and accidentally died a dumbass i don't know he's wearing a white tuxedo yeah who gets Mm. buried in a white fucking tuxedo that's what i'm saying okay (laughs) so during one of the above ground dress rehearsals um, which is basically like a trial run. Right. There were some major red flags revealed. Um, the first big problem that was encountered was that he like they figured he would have approximately one minute to escape from his coffin safely. Like, so that means undo the chains, get out of the coffin, and be done. Right. right. So in all of the practice runs that they did, it took him closer to five minutes to complete the stunt. Oh. So that's red flag number one. Like, yeah. this is obviously not something safe to do. Mm-hmm. Number two, a crew member heard a crack when the coffin lid was being closed during one of the practice runs. Staff at the venue were super concerned by this, but Burris was like, oh no, no big deal. Just kind of mansplained everything away, oh my God. assured him that it would be fine. He was going to get it fixed, but fix it, he did not. And then <sighs> Later, as I was digging into this, Uh um, I find out that he made the coffin himself. Oh, for... All right. So, wait. (laughs) So, this was like a homemade plexiglass coffin.
1: Okay. So, I was looking into DIY plans to build a raised garden bed. (laughs) I have no skill with this whatsoever. And I know that's not in my wheelhouse. Mm hmm. Just buy one pre made. That, yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. But, like, a cough. Yeah. When your life depends on something. Yeah, when like you don't do it yourself.
0: Like I said, he's a fucking moron.
1: <laughs> I cannot. Oh my
0: god. So, now that we've talked about this dumbass, I thought, right. I thought it would be fun to do a little bit of. Um, 411 on Buried Alive. Oh, yes, please. So (laughs) the fear of being buried alive is known as taphophobia. Mm. If you were buried alive, you could die in any of the following ways. Mm -hmm. Asphyxia, Mm -hmm. dehydration, starvation, hyperthermia or hypothermia. It's a delightful assortment of things, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a great... Um, so, live <laughs> burial was a common execution practice in the Middle Ages, because, of course it was. They oh, were, yeah. They were fucking scary back then. Mm-hmm. Um, the average estimated amount of time that someone like you or I could survive after being buried alive... In, like, a normal coffin would be approximately 5.5 hours. In an actual coffin, not a DIY job. Right. right. Gotcha. So, could you. Five and a half hours. That's a long time to think about the fact that you're buried alive. And you're running out of air. Fuck.
1: Yeah. Uh, And I'm claustrophobic too. I probably Mm -hmm. wouldn't make it. I'd be hyperventilating and be dead within like a half
0: hour. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That's horrifying. So, um,. Do you want to hear another dad joke? Of course. How often do people get buried alive?
1: How often?
0: Usually only once. Oh, God, Casey. Ah, You're welcome. (laughs) Amazing. So that concludes my portion of Mm -hmm. Buried Alive. Oh, good times. This was actually a really fun episode. I like this
1: one. Burial surprises. I
0: love it. I love it. This is entertaining. You Got anything fun coming up this week? Not this
1: week, but next week is Isabel's grand 10th birthday tea.
0: That's so exciting. Oh my
1: God. And I don't know how to not go overboard and not be a Pinterest mom, so... It's okay. I am going to be very tired next
0: Saturday. You got this. You got this. Yeah. We'll get there. Well... Thank you guys for all listening to us. Um, mm-hmm. We love coming to you every week and sharing our shenanigans. Oh, yeah. This
1: is the best part of my week.
0: I Me swear. too. It's my favorite. Yes.
1: We can just like hang out and talk about weird stuff. Yes. And things that we found that were interesting.
0: I love it. <laughs> so thank you again for joining us. And we will be back next week with another episode. Yep. Thanks. Bye. Bye.